Like you, Walton, I wanted to increase my understanding of life and the world. Let my story be a warning to you. A human being is a powerful creation. We continually stretch the boundaries of our knowledge and our power. We can cure, heal, and kill. I used to wonder whether it might be possible to defeat death. Could it be within our power to relight a spark of life in a dead body? Could we, by deep study of darker powers, become godlike creators of a new living being? And, if we could break the laws of nature in this way, what would we create? Would it be a gentle creature of love, or a monster? The laws of nature governed my childhood. Living in the dramatically beautiful Swiss Alps, I spent idyllic years within a happy family. Although I loved my two younger brothers dearly, I spent most of my time with my adopted sister Elizabeth. A harmony between our young souls formed the basis of our affection. I felt great pride and delight in Elizabeth's loving nature, her golden hair and her blue eyes so full of sensitivity and sweetness. We complemented each other's characters perfectly, achieving together a balance between my passionate curiosity about the world and Elizabeth's simple enjoyment of its beauty. Our energetic, adventurous playmate, Henry Claval, added a liveliness to the mix without which we would not have been complete. Three souls in perfect harmony. By the time I reached the age of seventeen, it was clear that my extreme hunger for knowledge would lead me away. Our family's first separation came when I left to study at Ingolstadt University. "'You must write frequently,' said my father." If you fail to write, I shall know that you are displeased with yourself, that your pursuits are not admirable. I will write regularly, I promise. I whispered tenderly to Elizabeth as I held her sobbing breast close to my own. When I come back, we shall become more than friends, far, far more. I kissed her tearful eyes before climbing into my carriage and beginning my fateful journey. Universities are full of inspiring thinkers and great minds. I was introduced to new areas of knowledge and challenged by the excitement of ideas. I will explore unknown powers, I wrote enthusiastically to Elizabeth. I will discover the deepest mysteries of creation. Perhaps with more study, I will break through the boundary between life and death. Perhaps I am destined to reverse the natural process by which we all die. Maybe I can defeat death. My desire to discover the very core of human existence quickly became an obsession. Could I, I wondered, could I possibly create a human life? The thought chilled me to the core, but thrilled me more. To understand life, I first had to understand death. Day after day, night after night, I worked alone in tombs, in mortuaries, in graveyards and in slaughterhouses decaying bodies robbed of their former beauty. Their eyes and brains, now inherited by worms, became my only companions. The world of Victor Frankenstein became a dark one, a world of dark places and darker forces. Cold and alone, I walked amongst the dead. One dark and dreadful night, I made the fateful decision to try to create a being of my own. Alone in dark, dreary, misty graveyards, alone in echoing tombs and mortuaries, I gathered the human remains I would need. Limbs, organs, nerves, veins, a brain. 
These I carried under the cover of darkness to my attic room, where I began the terrible process of assembling a human body. A letter arrived from my father. My dear Victor, he wrote, we have not heard from you for many months. We are all well, but we fear for you. How are you spending your time? I did not reply. How could I possibly tell my father that I spent my time alone in dim candlelight, working on all the fine details of a human body? How could I explain that I hadn't seen daylight for many months? How could I express my increasing belief that I would soon become the godlike creator of a new species? Worse still, if I could explain, what would my father say? The months passed and the lifeless body neared completion. As I grew closer to creating life, my own neglected body developed an ever closer resemblance to death.